0: One of the most heartbreaking things is to look across leadership on planet Earth and find bad men that lead people toward bad lives. Welcome to
1: the One Cry Podcast, a nationwide call for spiritual awakening. And now, your hosts, Bill Eliff and Kyle Reno. Welcome once again to the One Cry Christmas <laughs> oh, broadcast. There you go. So we're doing it here. I mean, you know, we got eggnog <laughs> oh, the everything. Go. A little fire in the background. A little fire in the yeah. background. You, you know, I turn on my fire. I've got one of these gas fires. <laughs> in like <It's>, August. <laughs> I'm becoming my dad. There you go. I I used to walk in my dad's house like in September and it's hundred and thirty degrees and oh he's my. got that gas fire going. <laughs> well, I mean, just the hint and and when my kids, grown kids now hear that the fire is uh oh, yeah. is going, they, they just know. want to come home. Right. But, you know, one of the wonderful things and one of the reasons that we like to come home at times is because uh there's some semblance of order there right. and peace there. Yeah. And, you know, this sounds crazy. We're looking for the right kind of, here's the word, uh, of government. Yeah. Instead of chaos, we're looking for a place where things are going well and we can be there. And that's part of what Jesus,
0: not part of what, it's what he did at Christmas when he came. Yeah. And I I think, yeah, and we're looking for an authority. Right. You know, we're looking for someone that is truly in control. Yeah. You know, and I... You know this Christmas, and with our ever-changing world, in ways uh, that's not good. You know, I I'm, you start seeing Christmas commercials uh, now, and uh, I recently saw one. I won't sell out the company, uh, but it had every sort of experience and expression of celebration in the Christmas season, uh, and then it sort of had a traditional American mindset, uh, but it had it had no Jesus. He's not there. He's not there. It had no Jesus, and even if it would have, it yeah. would have probably stopped at a nativity, yeah. you know, at a at a baby being born, and that, and even I, even the prophecy of Jesus is coming didn't stop there, mm. you know. And so you you as we've been walking through and sort of end our thoughts around this in this Christmas season and Isaiah nine. 9, 6, it says, for to us, a child is born. Hallelujah, right? He is that Jesus, think about that, that that deity wrapped itself in flesh and came to us. A son is given that the one son of God came to this earth on our behalf, but he didn't stay a child and he came to accomplish a work. So listen to what it says. For to us, a child is born and to us, a son is given and the government. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means many things, and 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 I, I think just to clarify in this Christmas season that Jesus came to establish a kingdom, and He's the King of it. That this one that came and was born of a virgin, wrapped Himself in flesh, deity becoming humanity, on on behalf of all of us that are broken. That He came to establish something here on earth that will last forever. I love when, when people would ask Jesus things about temporal earthly kingdoms, right? And that they would say something like, hey, what do we think about taxes? He's like, hey, man, give to Caesar what is Caesar's. You know, when, when people would ask, oh, where are you from? And he would say things like, well, my kingdom is not of this world, not of this world. And what Jesus was coming in his incarnation was the invasion of his kingdom on planet Earth. What will truly last forever? You know, the scripture says, and I want to talk to you about him as a king and what kind of king he is in a second. But uh, if you read the, the final chapters of the Bible, one day every temporary kingdom will come and lay it all before him. That one day the kingdom of God will gobble up <laughs> every temporal earthly kingdom. All will bow before him. And what he was trying, what he did establishing in his incarnation was was trying to walk us into something that will last forever and give us, hear me now, give us a king that will last, that will last, a king that we can come to know now and ultimately live with forever. And let me tell you what he's like. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. One of the most heartbreaking things is to look across leadership in, on planet Earth and, fa- and find bad men that, that lead people toward bad lives. Like you, You'll see it in some foreign land. You'll see it in days and moments here that they will counsel people toward things that won't bring about true life. What I love about our king and what Jesus is as king is that he's a wonderful counselor is that Jesus has the ability to sit you down personally and to sit down his people in any season and say, let me tell you what's really going on right now. <laughs> and if there's ever been a moment in our nation where we needed the king and his kingdom to come and instruct us about what we're going, what's going on right now in this broken nation, we need the counsel of God. We need the counsel of a true king, His wonderful counselor, mighty God, let me tell you, even the best kings, earthly kings, uh, are, are not all sufficient. Even like if you look across our history, and we'll, we love to celebrate, and there's something right about honoring good leadership. Even, even the best presidents, even the best kings, even the best ambassadors and prime ministers, you know what they didn't have is ultimate strength. They didn't have the ability to sustain life themselves. Listen, they all perished. They all had a window. What Jesus came to do through his life and the establishing of his kingdom is to say, hey, I am the king that is also mighty God, that I have the ability to move on behalf of humanity and do stuff right now. Listen, we need a king that can flex. We need, a, we need a king that has authority. We, have, we need a king that can move mightily, that has might, true might, the one that can say to a mountain, be cast into a sea, the one that can change culture and society even now. He's establishing his kingdom because he's a king that's a good counselor. He's a king that's a mighty God. And then I love this about him because when, when you think about king, many times it becomes dictator-like. Like when you start thinking in this Christmas season, when you start thinking about Jesus as king and the establishing of his kingdom, yes, he's a wonderful counselor, which is personal. Yes, he's a mighty God, which is powerful, but also he's an everlasting father, meaning like at the core of of who Jesus is as king, and, and think about this, he's a good dad, that there, there's an aspect that through the finished work of Christ, we get to know our everlasting Father, our everlasting Father. I remember thinking in light of prayer and revival. I remember I had an inter- intercessory group that we got together at a church I served, and we we're going to pray through the services. And, and our heart was right, but the way we went about it was wrong. So we, you get a, a bunch of people that are spiritually minded, that are wanting to pray in the same room and say, hey, we're just going to go around the circle and pray. Well, it became a prayer off, <laughs> like who could out pray the other person? You know, you, if you've ever been to one, you've seen it, you know, and we're stringing our best prayer lingo together. And I knew I was sitting there thinking, like, we're, we're talking, but we're not really praying. And I'll never forget this guy. Harry Callahan was his name. And he leaned his head back and he said, Father. And the whole room changed because he picked up a conversation with his dad. With his dad. And I thought now we're praying. Hey, this Christmas season, can I tell you about your king who is establishing a kingdom here on planet earth and a kingdom we will know fully one day forever? He he's a good dad. And and this Christmas I would venture to say, you need the Lord to be a king that counsels. You need him to be a king that has all power. But you need you need a king that's also a good father. And I would encourage you to crawl into the presence of Jesus this Christmas season and let him hold you. Let, let, let him be God with you personally. It says he's mighty God, everlasting father, and he's prince of peace. <laughs> Man, I love this. That when Jesus inaugurates his kingdom on, on planet Earth, um, what what he what happens through his perfect life, sacrificial death, and powerful resurrection is he brought the ability for mankind to know true shalom. Peace with God. Peace with God personally. Peace, listen, peace on earth. That we can that, that's a great song and lyric, but that we can be a part of seeing peace with men. That we through the through what Christ has accomplished on our behalf, we can now represent that. On planet Earth, everybody longs for peace. Every everybody longs for it, and the truth is, Jesus, through through the establishing of His kingdom, has made it happen. So I want you to just slow down for a second. Slow down for a second and think about this prophecy about Jesus, a child that was born, a son that was given, who would come and be this kind of God on our behalf and establish a government that will have no end. That'll have no end. And one day, we fully manifest. Listen, this kingdom is coming. And what we need is, what we need is glimpses of it now. This is revivalistic in its heartbeat to see, like Lord, we want to know as much of the kingdom of God right now as possible until one day we'll ultimately see it fully manifest. And I bet, Bill, there's listeners here today and others that you know that want to know him as this kind of king.
1: I just think of his government, yeah. you know, that we are a political nation right. and, and, you know, you come through these political seasons and right. it's just horrific, right. honestly, it's a battle and it's a battle because they're opposing views and, mm-hmm. and, uh, but, but there is a higher kingdom amen, and a greater King. Right. And, and we don't. We should we should fight for his kingdom right to be established. Seek first his kingdom mm-hmm. and then everything else will be added to us. Right. But we need it in our lives as you were saying. Right. And I just can imagine listeners hearing this. Yeah. And uh today and saying, Man, I need I need that. Right. I need not that. I need him. I need him. I need that king. Yeah. Wonderful counselor, prince of peace, right. eternal father. And uh and he's gonna establish uh, justice and righteousness, Amen. you know. Mm. And I love this last little phrase in this in this prophecy. It says, the zeal of the Lord of hosts <laughs> will accomplish this. Wow. And, I, and it's not just the Lord, the Lord of hosts. That's mm. why he always uses that term when he's talking yeah. about the armies of heaven. Amen. He said, the one that's got all authority right. in heaven and earth is going to make this happen. Right. And everybody is going to bow before this that's king. exactly right. So why not yeah, right now, bow now. Ba- and bow gladly, yeah. submit your life yeah. to him?
0: To that kind of king. And that's the, that's the there's one thing uh, I'll bow because I have to. Mm-hmm. And it's another is I, I, I bow because I get to. Right. And so this Christmas season to come before me and say, man, I'm going to bow before you because right. you're a good king, that you're a wonderful count. So I, I welcome uh, the work of your kingdom. Yeah. And I, I welcome your authority. In my life, mm-hmm. and I come under it rightly. Yeah, Kyle, could you, for people who are listening today,
1: could you just voice in prayer, yeah. and we're going to join you in prayer? Yeah. That prayer of submission yeah. to that King. Yeah, right. And we're going to we can go right with you. Yeah, in prayer.
0: On. So lead us in prayer. Yeah. So just take a moment. This is still our minds and hearts. You can do this driving down the road or uh, listening on run. Uh, but let's just come into the presence of the King of Kings just let's look at him together for a moment. let's thank him for the kind of king he is. Just praise him for being a good king and let's embrace his leadership, his headship, Mm -hmm. his authority. Mm -hmm. Bow in your hearts before him. So, King Jesus, we look to you Mm -hmm. this Christmas season. We gladly come before you, kneel before you, and ask for the fullness of your kingdom in our lives, in our families, in our church, in our nation, and in this world. Lord, let your kingdom come. Mm -hmm. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And let us, help us this Christmas season, get to know you as is prophesied in this passage of Scripture because that's who you are. That's Mm -hmm. who you are. So we worship you. We (laughs) exalt you. We lift up your name and tell you, worthy are you to be lived for now. And we look forward. We look forward to being in your kingdom for forever and to know you more intimately a million and a billion years from now. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Well, what a way to end this little Christmas uh, right. series in Isaiah nine. We're so glad you came along with us and and if you missed a podcast or two, go back That's because right. we want you to just get that picture of who this king is and what he's like we can't wait to see in the new year we got a lot uh, of wonderful things planned to share on this podcast and uh, we'll see you then after after this new year begins